everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Rachel Unpack Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Medina. You can follow me on social media at Rachel Medina 101. You can also visit my website, rachelmedina.com, for access or to access all of the resources and tools and uh, gateways to the CEO platform that I mentioned on this podcast. This episode, I'm going to be talking about hustle, the word hustle. Listen, if you are a woman looking to start a business from home, especially if you're a mom and you're not even sure where to begin and you came across my podcast and you're like, Rachel, I see everyone on social media, especially TikTok, talking about side hustles and making $10,000 a week and all of this crazy stuff and I just don't know where to begin. Let me tell you, you're going to want to begin with the CEO community. Head on over to my website, rachelmedina.com. You're going to see the CEO button there click it, add your email, get involved, get in there because what we're putting in there is all the different resources, articles, videos, access to gurus who specialize in 10 or more niches, areas to make money from home right now digitally with this with this technology and this economy, um, women just like you are making money and they don't have to drive themselves crazy to do it. So head on over to the CEO community. Listen, this episode is dedicated to you if you are wanting to just get into your like CEO mindset and hustle. But here's the thing. Here's the problem I have with the word hustle. You're like, Rachel, you have a problem with the word hustle? Like you use it all the time. I do. Um, I do. But I've learned something. I've learned something recently. And that is that the word hustle is not the same meaning for everybody. And the word hustle to me is starting to have a little bit of a derogatory meaning. It's starting to have an energy that is actually kind of the opposite of what we're looking to accomplish in the CEO community and what I'm looking to encourage when I go on stage and speak to women at motivational conferences and women's conferences and stuff like that. And what I'm finding is, is when I really break it down and I have these speeches or interactions with women and they, you know, come over after my speech and they give me their feedback or all your DMs and all of these amazing messages I get from you ladies, let me tell you, it's about balance. It's about earning an income, creating wealth. Uh, some of you is just making an extra thousand bucks a month. Other of you ha- have figured that out. You're just trying to figure out how to scale to 5000 $10,000, $100,000 a month. And um, yet and still the common theme that I'm realizing, and by the way, this is, I believe, the last episode of this season. Thank you for following along. What a way to close it out. Um, is that the true meaning of the word hustle is not what what is that's not what's turning all of us on um i think when it comes to men i think men genuinely thrive in a hustle environment because it's high intensity high pressure uh, granted some men just don't even they cannot rise up but the ones that really make it big um they seem to thrive under these Uh, really sort of crazy conditions and atmospheric conditions, if you will. And I think that as women, if I had to round out this season, I'd have to say we're looking for the opposite of that. It's almost like 
we're looking for balance in a way that is different than balance that men are looking for, especially if you're a mom. If you're a mom and a wife on top of being a mom and you have a job right now, or maybe you're just a homemaker, which is not just a homemaker because that's a whole other job too. What you're looking for is probably not anything related to the word hustle. And, and basically I don't want to sit there and say, Hey, let's redefine our CEO hustle as, as calm. I don't know. Maybe next season I'm going to come back and I'm going to figure out what that word is. Maybe you know what the word is. It's not hustle. I think we need to break up with the word hustle. It takes a level of hustle to be successful, of course, but really it just takes a level of focus. It's not really hustle. It's focus and dedication and enthusiasm for sure. The talent and the skill set and everything, we're, you know, you, you can join communities like ours, like the CEO community, and you'll be able to get those tools and those resources. You'll be able to tap into those things. Shows like this show, like the Rachel Impact Podcast, that'll help you with your mindset. So all that stuff is readily available at your fingertips. But hustle? Listen, ladies, let's face it. I think we'd rather be, make, you know, working a couple hours a day until our kids get out of school. I mean, mine are grown. I, I, I talk about my son is like the bearded baby. He's 24 years old. But you know what I mean? Like when I was a mom with my kids in school, it's almost like, can I get all of this stuff done before the kids get out of school? So that when the kids get out of school at 2.45 or 3.30 or whatever it is, I can now enjoy the rest of the day with the kids. I could just be a mom. I don't have to be a hustler. I don't have to be in hustle mode. I can be in mommy mode, making the sandwiches and the snacks or helping with the homework or, you know, going outside, you know, walking the dog, hula hooping, let's go to the park, I'll push you on the swing. Hey, guys, um, it's 430. I got it. Let's get home so we can make dinner before dad gets home. Whatever that looks like for some of you guys are hearing me right now. And you're like, oh, Rachel, that's like the 1950s. Like, that doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't mean it cannot exist. It exists if you shape it out to be reality for you. And so at the end of the day, I think that we've all stumbled on this like uh, front load, dryer, tumbling situation called hustle. And if I had to be really transparent with all of you, hustle essentially represents the opposite of what I'm looking to accomplish. It's not even the pathway I want to take to get to where I'm going. And if anything, I, you know, what does money represent? It represents the opportunity to have a better quality of life. But how you make your money determines whether or not you have peace in, in that journey. And so hustle to me has a chaotic element to it. Granted, we all need a little bit of pressure. We all need timelines and guidelines and you know, we need goals and, and standards and, you know, operating systems. We all need these things. And uh, again, accountability and stuff like that. But hustle, I don't know. You know, I think that there is a part of uh, the collective here. If I, if I you know, have to report back on what I'm hearing from women after I give my speech and stuff like that is that they, it's almost like we want to, we all want to break up with the work hard in order to play hard. I'm 47 years old. I'm obviously a Gen a Gen Xer. Oh my God, I almost call myself a Gen Z. I'm a Gen Xer and I was raised by boomers and my grandparents had a huge role in my upbringing as well, whatever that, I think they're called the lost generation or something like that, the enlightened generation, I forget what they're called. 
but I can tell you that there was like this work hard mentality and then eventually it evolved into like this work hard, play hard mentality. And then it was like no pain, no gain mentality. And I feel like being on the other side now, building businesses and teams and brands that I'm breaking through as I build now my personal brand and CEO, you know, with women, amazing women like Deneen and even, you know, my co-host for the YDFL podcast, Delia, and I'm breaking out and breaking through and realizing Oh, yeah, no, like we need a new word. Hustle ain't it. <laughs> because the peace and the true joy of this journey, this business building journey and money making journey and quality of life expansion journey and dream building journey. Yeah, there's work to be done and rolling up our sleeves and getting focused and allocating time and structuring our days and discipline and all of that, of course. But hustle, um, let me tell you something, building my personal brand and building CEO has probably been one of the simplest, and I say simple lightly because it's all like tedious stuff, but it's not hard though. It hasn't been hard. And even if I look back at when I built the other company, my seven figure business, you know, with the team and everything, it wasn't that it was hard. If I had to reflect, I think, I made it hard. It's almost like I felt maybe guilty, I guess, if we had to really unpack it. It's like maybe we make it out to be hard and complicated and so much work and hustle energy because we feel guilty to collect all this money if we didn't work hard for it. Aha. Talk about an aha moment. Um, it's almost like when my son passed away and, and, I remember, obviously, an immense sadness, an immense shock. There's all kinds of stages of grief and all that kind of stuff that people tell you. But what I found myself needing to do was laugh and remember him and talk about him and 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 not silence myself and, and not um, destroy my own life and existence and joy because he was no longer here. It, it caused me to go, what would he want me to do? How would it be if he was still here? And and if I have faith in God, I believe that he's still able to see and, and cheer and rejoice for me and his brother and his family. So I don't want to disappoint him. I don't want him to feel as if, you know, now I'm living but dead. Um, you know, the, the, the soul, the pure essence of who I am with my joy and my ambition and, and all of these things, you know, to for all that to die because of this tragic thing that happened, you know, it's, it's like he, I, can you imagine, I would not want his, him to his spirit to feel responsible for that. And what I'm getting at, the reason I'm telling you all that is because sometimes people, will then mourn and act depressed and post all these really sad things because I think a little part of them feels guilty for living after someone has passed. It's almost to say if you move on with your life and have a good time and live it to the fullest, which which by the way, the death of a loved one should inspire you to live even more and take all the risks and do all the things. But there's some kind of guilt around that. It's almost like it almost means to people looking on that you didn't love that person. And I talked about this in season two, but what I'm getting at is, is maybe the hustle culture and the no pain, no gain is similar. 
in that if we're not working hard and and racking our brains and 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 dedicating 12 15 hours a day and and cutting ourselves off from society and 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 putting ourselves through pain and suffering and agony for the sake of being able to say I'm an entrepreneur it's almost as if somehow we haven't accepted in our minds that we deserve the money that we deserve the success and the reality of the the, the reality of the matter is one is not related to the other. There are people that literally can open their doors today and be, boom, successful. I have a friend um, that told me the story that it was when, you know, her husband, he was in sales and then he decided to start his own business and it was like his first client. It was like he opened the doors and got his first client. It was a guy he knew. And then, boom, they were making a hundred something thousand dollars a month with the very first, like right out the gate, right? And of course, there's growing pains and setting up processes and doing all that, but they were instantly like successful financially. And so this narrative that there's no pain, no gain, this narrative that it's work hard in order to play hard, this narrative that you have to make a sacrifice in order to be successful, the sacrifice is true in the sense of attempting to focus. You know, you might have to miss out on some fun times at first in order to put in the work on the weekends and, and do the things that most people aren't willing to do. That's absolutely true. And that can be painful depending on how you look at it. But outside of the dedication part, it doesn't have to be painful. So there's a saying that I've, I've mentioned before in the episodes past where it's, you know, pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And so I hope that as I close out this season that you hear my voice and you uh, understand that I'm coming to you from a place of saying, I've been there, I've done it, I've been the rat on the wheel. I've been that chubby little hamster going circle, 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 and then looking up and going, oh my God, I, I, I missed out on life. I, I missed out on family or whatever it is. I've been there all for the sake of what? Being able to say that I'm the successful woman. It's like, I don't, nobody cares, by the way. And by the way, nobody cares. The goal is to make enough money that it shifts the quality of your life and the way that you show up for your children, yourself, and your family, and your community. That's the entire goal. I mean, granted, some of you want to be on, hel hey, I love helicopters, but granted, some of you want to be in mansions and helicopters and yachts and, you know, boats and hoes, as they say. But, um, and I get it, the caviar lifestyle. And I will say yes all day to that, for sure. But am I willing to, like, sacrifice my peace over it? Am I willing to work like a dog over it? No. The answer is no. So I guess if I had to really say, am I willing to hustle for it? Dum, dum, dum. You know, I think that the, uh, it does require some of that energy, but for a limited time, for like a certain amount of time. It's almost like you're on a sailboat and you need to be able to catch that wind, right, to, to, to go. And it could happen instantly or it could take time. You got to turn the wheel and reposition until you find that breeze that just takes you forward. And I think the same is true with the business. There is a, a level of climbing, you know, and having to be resourceful, resourceful with your time and energy and money and everything and, and mindset on that climb and then so that if you're when you're ready to go down the slope it's easy breezy lemon squeezy right all the way down it's a breeze um and so i'm not saying 
that, that we're re- I'm ready to break up with hustle, but I am saying I think for women specifically, when we're building a business, we don't have to do it like the guys. I think for men, you know, work and business is an escape, especially from the mundane of like the family life. And that's very understandable. You know, we as women, we're more geared naturally. I think we're wired to be more domestic and we're wired to be more nurturing and to make our homes pretty and change the season because it's pumpkin spice season coming soon and decorate. And we look pretty and we smell good and we get our hair done. And there's all these things that we just do so differently than men. And it's a priority to us. And it's important for our homes to be furnished well and to do all these little things that men are just like, locked away at work all day long and then they come home and it's like oh it's peaceful and home you know it's beautiful and it smells good and the food tastes good or whatever it might be right and so what i'm getting at is is that that should not be compromised you know you should have balance and so i think that if you dive into the hustle or if you're listening to this by the way and you're thinking rachel i'm so glad you said this listen to me right my ego just patting my own back on this one i'm so glad you said this rachel (laughs) because i wanted to start a business I have a business idea, but I don't know if I want to do all that work. I don't know if I want to suffer and do the hustle thing. I still want to be a mom. I still want to be a wife. I still want to take off to Hawaii if my husband wants to take me. Um, I still want to, you know, brunch with girlfriends, um, you know, meet up at the salon, whatever it may be. And the answer is, yay, so do we. Yay, welcome to the CEO community (laughs) because... We don't CEO like the boys. We CEO like the girls. And I feel like moving into the next season and moving into the next journey with the CEO project and everything that I know I'm doing, I'm doing it with the with the lessons learned from the past, which is it's not about the money. The money's important. The money does change the trajectory of things. It increases and elevates the quality of life and the way you show up for the world and community and your kids. It does all of those things and that is beautiful. But the moment that you feel like you are enslaved by the money or enslaved by the process of making the money, honey, you're in danger, girl. <laughs> America, you're in danger, girl. Um that's where it becomes like not conducive to who we are as women. And so I think that in this episode, if any, if you get anything out of this is that it's, if you don't have hustle in you, it's okay. You can actually still build a five, six, seven figure business, eight figure business from home. Even if you're not a hustler, we're going to figure out a new word. Hopefully you guys will help me figure out that word. Go to Instagram, DM me. Don't forget to follow me there at Rachel Medina 101. I want to know what is the word? What should it be? Let's break up with hustle. What should our word be? And then what I'll do is I will drop it in the CEO community when we go live. I'll add it to all the narrative in the marketing because it's time. It is time. CEO is how women are going to CEO. It is a whole other world out here and we are tapping into it and we are owning it. It's feminine, it's fun, it's kind, it's generous, and it's honest. We're, we're honestly saying, I don't know how to do this. How do I do this? What's the next step? It's, it's uh, supportive and nurturing because there's no gatekeeping. No women can be like, oh, I'm not going to tell her how to do it because then she's just going to compete with me. All that is out the door with the CEO community. If you have that attitude, we don't want you. 
Um, but if you have an attitude of gratitude and you want to come on in and, and, and be supported and lend support, then the community's for you. But in the meantime, we do have an area in there called side hustles. And I get it. They're side hustles. But let's figure out a new word for hustle, because whatever that is, that's what CEO is. And that's the energy and the pace at which we want to operate. Granted, there's a few of you listening probably that have a lot of hustle and you're kind of more like the masculine that you like to hide away behind the work and behind the business building and all that stuff, because maybe you're not as domestic and you're not as, you know, nurturing. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Um, I was raised by an alpha woman and she lent a really wonderful perspective to me and I learned a lot from it. But I'm naturally feminine and I naturally want to be, you know, with a wonderful guy that like provides and that I can just be girly. But at the same time, I love my business. At the same time, I do love business and and I recognize that I thrive in it. Um, I just don't need it to like dictate all of me and be, you know, consuming my entire existence. And so I think when you hustle it does that. And with hustle comes exhaustion. And I think that as women, we, you know, we want the rewards and we're willing to put in the time and the focus and dedication, but we're not trying to sweat, girl. Let's just be honest. Like we ain't trying to do all that. You know how they say leg day and then you have like spaghetti legs after and that's the no pain, no gain thing. I'm like, okay, I don't know. Like, you know, maybe do some Pilates here and there, but at the end of the day, that is the goal is let's redefine hustle so that it matches the CEO energy. Let's do it. Hey, ladies, it's been a wonderful season. Thank you for joining me this season. If you've been with me from the beginning, thank you so much. I sincerely appreciate you. I have so much gratitude. If you've seen me in person at one of my speaking events, thank you for coming out. Don't forget to mention that you hear, that you listen to the show. Um, I truly appreciate you. If you want to give feedback, come to my DMs and do that. But you know what I really want? I want you to head on over to rachelmedina.com, click on the CEO button that you see there, join the community. This is gonna be like a family. You're gonna have access to me. You're gonna have access to Deneen and other people on my team. You are gonna have access to us. We are gonna create content in there that is not gonna be on this show. It's not gonna be on TikTok. It's not gonna be anywhere. These are gonna be real discussions on camera about the process of building a business, what we've experienced. I'm gonna be talking to gurus in niches such as dropshipping, print-on-demand, Etsy, Pinterest, you name it. If you wanna build a t-shirt company, you wanna build a furniture company, you wanna build a marketing company, a makeup line, whatever ideas you might have, we are going to address those in that community. We are gonna lend support in that community for you. If you don't even know where to start and you gotta build a business and you you don't know what email systems and what kind of e-blast, whatever, all the tools that I use today and that we use on my team to run our companies. I'm going to be, we're going to be sharing all of it. No gatekeeping. You're going to pay one monthly fee, a low under $50 monthly fee that will eventually go up. Not for the people who signed up initially, by the way, if you lock in the under 50 fee, you are under 50 for life, by the way. So you better run, not walk <laughs> to the CEO community and get on that wait list. If you're hearing this uh, early on, if it's already live, by the time you hear this, you're going to 
want to run and go lock in your rate um, because over time it will go up, but not for the people that locked in their rates. So I really hope and pray that we will serve you well in that community and you are always welcome to give feedback and, and, and let us know what else you would like to see in the community, what else that you need help with so that we can solve that, not just for you, but for all the women. Because listen, the one that raises her hand and asks the question or makes a suggestion is only sounding, is only speaking out what others are thinking but didn't have the courage to say or ask or, or express. So please, we want to hear from you. Love you. Thank you. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful rest of your year. See you next time.